Welcome back. Day eight, second to final day of the world championships. And America is on top again. It's been a long time since both the men and the women have won the four by one in the same global championship. They said the last time was what, 2007? Yeah, that's what I believe to be correct. After 2007, the women were still good, but the men were getting crushed by Jamaica. And then when the men were winning, the, the women were getting crushed by Jamaica. And now all is right in the world because USA is victorious in the four by one. And it wasn't even close. It was not even a question, which goes to show if you have the talent and you get the stick around, you're not going to get beat. I think that's what we learned. Anyway. Exactly. Olivia, how are you doing? I'm doing fabulous. How are you doing? Uh, well, no. <laughs> very happy for fellow Americans winning gold in the four by one. I enjoyed a lot of the competition, but my wallet is hurting. Yeah. It's hurting bad. Hurting uh, bad. It's hurting. Yeah. I'm, I'm currently down $837 which is a big number, but there's still one more day. There's still eight more bets to be made. And if I go eight for eight, oh, gosh, I'm going to be living large. <laughs> if I go oh for eight, <laughs> I'm going to have to get a second job, but we'll be fine. We're going to be fine. Currently down 837. I'm plant. I'll announce my bets, which based on my track record, you should just all take the opposite of what I say because my bets are likely to be wrong, but you never know. I could be right. We're going to find that out. Anyway, Olivia, we first want to thank our sponsors, Wonderful Pistachios. What do you have to say about them? Yes, Wonderful Pistachios is fantastic. And I know, Gordon, a lot of people are looking for a delicious and nutritious snack that's packed with a lot of protein. And, you know, Wonderful Pistachios has you covered crack into a good protein with also tasty, healthy, wonderful pistachios is what you should be grabbing at your place, wherever you go shopping. Each one ounce serving of wonderful pistachios contains six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is one of the highest protein nuts out there on the market, but that is not all. Pistachios are also known for their fiber, better for you unsaturated fats, which helps you keep feeling fuller longer. And that's not the best part about it. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying by the pool, perfect for enjoying going back to school and back to work, all the things on your couch watching the world championship. So whether you're out there on the go, this is the best way to fill up with a healthy and tasty snack. Wonderful pistachios will be your new go-to snack to grab. So check out wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more about how these little green wonders can power up your day. Thank you, wonderful pistachios. And thank so you to all you listeners for continuing to listen through these eight different days of track and field chaos. Only one more after this one. Hopefully we give you some good uh, reaction and breakdowns tomorrow. But today it's all about those relays, the four by ones, Let's start the women's four by one USA gets the win and it wasn't even close. There was a big enough lead built between legs one, two, and three that the odds of even a Sharika Jackson closing in on Shakari was just, it wasn't going to happen. 
even Sharika running. It was a hundred meter dash. It wasn't a four by two. It was a four by one. She carries a world mm -hmm. champion. She's going to be able to hold off a five meter lead on Sharika. And they ran quick. They ran 41.03. I think I saw it's like top five time ever. Uh, championship record, I believe, maybe potentially. Yeah. Is it a championship record? I don't know. Probably a championship uh, record. Because sure. most of the, the top times are being run at the Olympics. Uh, but yeah, USA with a very different team from last year, right? I mean, only yeah. Tunisia Terry was the holdover from last year's win, mm -hmm. right? And so yeah. they replace two of their legs for the final. They put Gabby on the third leg. They put Shikari on the anchor. They keep their first two legs the same. And th this was mainly done in that first, like Shikari just had to like walk across the finish line. Like this was not uh, Shikari saving the team, coming back. Like this was all done in those first three legs. They got it done well. Tamari Davis to Tunisia Terry. Tunisia Terry had a phenomenal second leg. Oh, and then yes. Gabby just being able to maintain that lead. And then Shikari is like, it's over. Uh, what was your thoughts on the way it played out that this Jamaican team, which didn't have Elaine Thompson hurrah for some reason, wasn't able to really even challenge USA? Yeah. And I think, you know, when we were talking about the four by ones earlier this week, I was like, I don't know if. You know, the U.S. can pull out this win, especially with just the, the powerhouses that are living in Jamaica right now. But I want to give a huge shout out to T.T. Terry and Gabby Thomas, who I felt like those two individual women, like, really put USA in the mix. And, you know, during that first exchange, you get a little bit, got a little nervous there. Like, T.T. Terry had to hold her hand back and, like, the incoming runner had to physically grab her hand and stick the baton in it. And then she was able to go, but TT Terry against Shelly and Fraser price, like held her own. I, I even think made up, you know, some of the stagger. It was fantastic. And then when Gabby Thomas got that stick, Gordon, it was just like lights out. Gabby Thomas was not messing around. I think that was a great position for her to be in. I know I talked about her potentially being second, but her on that curve was just fantastic. And kind of like what you said, like, Sha'Carri Richardson just had to do her. She didn't have to catch anybody. It was just make sure Sharika Jackson doesn't close, and she was able to hold off the gold medalist in that 200. So I thought it was a well put together relay. 41:03 for the victory. Great Britain coming in third. And I know you had bets on Ivory Coast uh, meddling, and unfortunately they did not finish that race. Yeah. So hard. Great Britain. Hard hit Dina, Dina Dina Asher Smith didn't run. Uh, so that was like, hey, maybe there's an opening for someone to take that third spot if Great Britain's not running a fully 100% team. But they still got it done running sub 42 mm -hmm. seconds. Jamaica still ran well. They ran 41-2. So it wasn't yeah. like Jamaica put out like a stinker. But Jamaica can run faster than that. You have to – I think there's just like a – I mean, maybe – Maybe this is just like the end of the dominant era of women, Jamaican women, because last year they, they sweep. They go one, two, three. Elaine Thompson Ra doesn't have the best season. Shelly Ann Fraser Price, while running well, she says she's not 100%. And, you know, she's going into her final global championship next, next year, most likely. So you just yeah. feel like you see more, like Shakari is now coming onto the scene. Gabby Thomas is back healthy and in her prime. I mean, Tamari Davis is 
super young and one of the just like wide-eyed like hey i'm now at this level like and Tanisha terry has that experience i just feel like this may be a little bit of a changing of the guard between jamaica and us on the women's side sprint wise usa won the hundred they won the four by one they won last year's four mm-hmm. by one i it's starting i don't know yes i i, I... I'm right there with you. Like, it's interesting because I, you know, Shelly and Fraser Price is going to be 37 in Paris next year. It's probably going to be her last championship. Yep. And it's Sharika Jackson and Elaine Thompson, Brianna Williams. I want to kind of throw in the mix. I know she's been dealing with some injuries as well. Um, She's been on the scene for Jamaica ever since like she was in high school. So she's like one of those top athletes, but like, I wonder who the next you know, grown crop is going to be coming from Jamaica. And like you said, we have all these upcoming stars on the U S that it's just like, they're, they're already showcasing dominance right now. So, and they're still young. Yeah. I just, yeah, I think we're starting to see a little shift here. Jamaica was really top heavy with their big three with Sharika, Mm -hmm. Shelly and Elaine Thompson. And when one of them is hurt and another one is basically soon retiring, you have to think that they got to start replenishing their, their top dogs quickly. And, you know, it's, are people like, is it a Natasha Morrison or, or Forbes or Brianna Williams? They're not really making big impacts at the diamond league level. Like it's all just been Jackson, Frazier price, Elaine Thompson, raw Jackson, Frazier price, Elaine Thompson, raw. So, where on the American side, yes, you have Shakari doing her thing, but you're seeing dabbles of different women coming in. Leah Hobbs, she's not even here. She, we know yeah. what she can do. You see what mm-hmm. uh, a, a healthy Abby Steiner is going to be able to do when she's back into it next year. Gabby Thomas, you yeah. go on and on. It's not just Richardson and everybody else. So I think this may be, you looked at last year as a weird upset. You're like, whoa, how did USA win? Now that they went back to back years, you're like, they're probably, they probably should be the favorite in Paris. Mm-hmm. Like they, Jamaica should not be the favorite in Paris. It should be USA back to back, back to back fast times. It's gotta, it's gotta be us. Yeah. Is Jamaica in trouble as a whole? Like, think about it. No, like, when Usain Bolt was running, right? Like you had Usain Bolt, Johan Blake, Asafa Powell. Like you had those three dominant men. They finish, you know, third in the four by one. Seville is doing his thing, but one person can't essentially bring a whole team. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think there's good and bad to having truly dominant factors for having like an Asafa Powell, Usain Bolt, Johan Blake era, because when you're good, it is great. It is glorious and dominate for five to 10 years. But when that is gone, you look at Jamaican men sprinting right now, it's, it's, they're not relevant. Yes. You have oblique Seville doing good things, but back to back years, he gets fourth and he's still young and no one is looking at oblique Seville the same way you look at a Noah Lyles or a Fred Curley or a Christian Coleman. So it's right. just, it's good when it's 
it's good when it's good, but then when it's over, you realize you you kind of been carried by superstars as opposed to being carried by depth. Now, U.S. on the other hand, mm -hmm. though, has a lot of depth, but sometimes no superstars. Not anymore because no law allows a superstar. But there's a negative to also having no superstars because you can drop the baton a lot. You can you're always in it, but always coming up second. You know, always in it, but always second. So there's some good and bad to be having a superstar heavy roster versus a depth heavy roster. Um, they both have their pros and cons, but it's going to be interesting to see what Jamaica yeah. does these next two years on the women's side specifically, because they, you had Trika Jackson, Shelly and Frazier, like you don't Tamar, Tamari Davis and Gabrielle Thomas are not world beaters in the hundred. So you look at like superstars, you could argue USA had one and Shakari and Jamaica had two and Shelly and a Sharika. Two should be better than one. Natasha Morrison and, and Forbes should have canceled out Tamari Davis and Tunisia Terry, but I don't know. Anyway, congrats to USA though. Congrats. Let's talk about the men. <laughs> the, men about the men got it done. They got the baton around. Woo! Remind me of 2019 Doha where like, hey, you're the best team on the track. You should win if you just get the job done. They got to stick around. They didn't really get it around clean, but no, they got it around. They did not. So they got it around, which little... was what is important. Yeah. Uh, there just wasn't enough a team that was in their vicinity to make it, to make those stumbles affect the final result. But now Noah Lyles pulled off the triple. There's going to be pressure on him to do it at the Olympic level because it's going to be a different dynamic, more people, more heightened element. But he's going to be the favorite to pull off the triple. Team USA will be the favorite in the four-by-one next year. He's going to be the favorite in the one, the favorite in the two. It's all lining up for him to have an incredible Paris. But Otto Bolden, I thought, did a good job at saying, like, hey, Coleman needs to always be leadoff, and Lyles needs to always be anchor. You know, there was a Agreed. even like, I mean, it's on Coleman and Lyles to make the team, right? To be top four, top six, right. whatever. But I do think there mm -hmm. is something special about Coleman knowing my role is leadoff man and Lyles knowing my role is anchor man. You could argue maybe mm -hmm. Fred Curley should be like, my role is backstretch. I think Coleman, Curley, and Lyles, they should be on the team next year and the year after, and it's just interchanging who that third leg is going to be. In this situation, it was Brandon Carnes. Mm -hmm. And you know how, like, Allison Felix pretty much had that backstretch on lockdown? That's what it needs to be moving forward. Christian Coleman, Fred Curley, Noah Lyles. Like, Christian Coleman, I feel like, should not be removed as leadoff. Like, I do not care what kind of season he is having. He should be leading off the men's four by one. He did an exceptional, fantastic job putting us in a great position. And then Fred Curley doing Fred Curley things. And, you know, no allows just had it. No allows just need the stick. And then at that point, no one's taking down the world champion. So yeah, as Allison Felix did on that backstretch, those three men should have their positions locked down. Yeah. Italy impressed 
with the second place yeah. finish beating Jamaica. Very surprised that they were able to pull that off. They are they were thrilled to get second. Jamaica still gets a medal in third. But a team of Akeem Blake, Oblique Seville, Raheem Ford, and Rohan Watson, that team should be running faster. That team should be running 37-4. That team should be challenging USA for the win. They shouldn't be beating USA, but they should be neck and neck with USA when they get to the final 25, 50 meters. Because Seville and Blake, they're like nine, they're nine, eight guys. And Mm -hmm. Ford and Watson, nine, nine, like they, they had the talent to, this is a disappointing finish, I think, for Jamaica. I mean, at the end of the day, you got a medal, but Jamaica should not be losing to Italy. Jamaica should be, you know, running much better. It's a weird, weird year. I thought more from Seville and Blake would happen this season, but Blake didn't even make the team. Seville got fourth in the, in the 100. I don't know. I think Jamaica could have done better. I agree. Uh, I know, it's just Japan, tough. It's kind of like what we I were put, just talking about before. Go. What are you saying? No, I'm just saying like, it was just kind of like what we were talking, discussing about before, like, who are these upcoming stars now for Jamaica? Are they really in trouble? Like their performances that they have done individually does not equal what they could have done on a four by one. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Japan, I put money on, they got fifth. I thought they would medal. I listened to the chat. Someone in the chat said, put money on Japan to medal. I did. And And I I agreed. So there, there goes that. I've never listened to the chat again. No. (laughs) Don't blame the chat. I agreed, though. I was in the back of my mind. I was like, I think Japan can do something. And the thing is, the anchor leg was closing. It just... He was. They said... I was watching Japan. I was like, come on, get that medal. They were closing. They were coming down that home stretch strong. But was not enough. Was not enough. How do you think uh, Coleman and Curly feel winning this gold and like kind of being a part of Noah Lyles's triple Coleman, as you know, in 2019 world champion, he then, you know, obviously had the whereabouts fair thing, misses the Olympics, but comes back and has yet to get back onto the medal stage individually. Curly defending world champion doesn't get a met, doesn't even make the final this year. So the, the past two world champions are on this team and then Noah Lyles, the current world champion, the current 200 champion, and now wins the the triple. It's got to be weird for Curly and Coleman to be like celebrate with Noah Lyles because they they wanted to be the Noah Lyles of 2023. Like that's what Curly wanted. Curly wanted to win the one and the two and the four by one. Coleman wanted to win the one and the four by one. And it's I'm sure it's a little bittersweet to like celebrate with your competition, right? Yeah. It's got to be weird. Oh, it definitely is. It definitely is. But I think when you're lining up on that relay, you, you have to put those feelings aside. Like, you're you're coming together as a unit. Like, ooh, I've been on, had the honor of running on one USA team on a relay. And, like, it, it's just insane because these are your competitors at the same time. But you're like, hey, we need to come together as one. And as long as I have a spot on that team... And I can wear USA across my chest and represent. 
and potentially earn a medal, then we got to put the feelings aside. But yeah, I, it's definitely a bittersweet moment to line up with your competitors and be like, okay, well, let's be teammates for, you know, 41 seconds, I know. 40 seconds, 30, you know, 30 to 45 seconds. Yeah. 30. Yeah, teammates exactly. For... <laughs> it is weird. Um, be, you know, teammates for a moment. Teammates for a moment. Then we're not teammates anymore. Like how long do they celebrate together <laughs> until they're like, I don't care anymore. Like there's probably a group chat. Like don't care about don't care about what? You think like, so? You think there's a group chat? Uh, you know, I don't know. One's in a group chat. You don't think they're in a group chat? No. Maybe for like relay purposes, but I don't yeah. think they have one specifically for like. Let's chat it up. Well, here's the thing, guys, gals. Like, let's start our own group. I don't think it's like that. I definitely think it's for relay purposes of just like communication, not let's be friends. When, when they're right, they're friends now because they're competing at, on the same team. But when do they like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm done celebrating this four by one victory? Is it like tonight or do they <laughs> at least go, or is it like as soon as they get on the, the team bus and they're like, all right, we're not, we're not. I think for tonight, I think, you know, because it's the second to last day, I think they'll, they'll be fine through tomorrow. And then as soon as they're on that plane back to the US and back to competitors. Yeah. So USA gets the victory. Jamaica still gets two medals, but comes in second on the women's side, third on the men's side. Now, it wasn't all pretty, though, for USA when it comes to relays, because I want to stay on the relay side and talk about these 4 by 4s Oh, gosh. The women's 4 by 4 getting disqualified on a 4 by 4 exchange. I'm sorry. This, how does this happen? How are you that close to the edge of an exchange? You have 20 meters to exchange a four by four stick. And it's not like you're running extremely fast. You're like, they're coming in, get it and go. It's the, there's no pressure. It's not the final, like you're fine. You just gotta get auto qualify. But the first USA to get a lane violation uh, on the anchor leg, When's the last time Team USA women haven't been in the four by four final? It's got to be I don't even know forever that. ago, right? I don't. There's know. probably some stat out there. I'm gonna see if I can find that. But what was your Jordan, thoughts when you saw that happen? I was beyond frustrated. And here's the thing too: like when you're watching it live, the angle which the camera was set up, like we didn't see what was happening. All of a sudden, you just hear Sonya and Otto reacting to the exchange. So I'm like. What exactly happened? I'm I'm thinking like Alexis Holmes like tripped over the rail, crashes like that's what's going through my mind. But then as I'm watching the replay in slow motion, I have no words of ex- trying to explain to someone how this could have happened. Like I have no explanation. You are at the World Championships, and I think where it got messed up was I don't even Scratch the idea that Quinera Hayes was on the outside of lane one to begin with and then had to like go around Great Britain. That should not have even mattered at all. So for that excuse, if that is even excuse like, oh, they were switching coming down the home stretch, that needs to go out the window. The fact that your hand like when you're doing a four by four exchange, you are looking at the baton being placed into your hand for then for you to turn your body and run your split. 
But I think what happened was Alexis Holmes probably felt the baton, did not have it, goes into frantic mode, like, okay, it's Great Britain, I'm trying to stay within the top three. But, like, I was even confused on why she continued to still pull Quinera Hayes through the exchange zone. Like, if it was me, I would have just, like, stayed here. Quinera Hayes pretty much ran 415 meters today, 420, because she was on the outside of lane one the whole entire way. And then for me to just pull her all the way through, I feel for Quinera Hayes, because the fact that she ran more than 400 meters today is mind like just mind blowing to me but like i have no explanation on how this dq'd could have happened all these women are experienced running yeah, four Alexis by fours it's not like this in... is the lady's first time yeah it's not Alexis has been in so many four by fours from freshman year of high school through all of college like she knows how to do it so yes it seemed like a out of body like brain fart type situation that's what it felt like she like the crowd noise the pressure like oh something's going on and then she all of a sudden forgot the the basics of four by four exchanging for whatever reason like i think it was just like an out of normal i don't think it was lack of discipline or lack of preparation or lack of wherever i think it was just a mental out of body brain mishap that caused her to like keep going without the baton in her hand, run all the way 10 meters past the finish line. You get 20 meters. You get 10 in front of the finish line, 10 after. And she just kept going and going. And it's like, what are we doing here? Uh, so I think that um, I feel for her because it does suck because I'm sure she knows she she screwed up. She made a big mistake and she doesn't really have anyone else to blame but her herself. So I, and it, you're like, dang, like, this shouldn't be, we sh we're better than everyone. We're so much, we have the talent. There's people who are preparing to run in the final who now don't get to run in the final. So I'm sure she feels a lot of that emotional stress because mistakes happen. This was a mistake. Yeah. They made a mistake. It's not a common mistake, which makes it all the weirder, but they made a mistake. And in, in sports, you make a mistake, shit happens. And that's what happened. So I feel, I feel, I feel for her. It's frustrating though, because you're like, God damn it. You should be able to do the one thing. The one thing in a, in a relay is to exchange the baton correctly. Yeah. Running is secondary in relay running in a way it's running a second. The first thing to think about first rule of relay is exchange the baton. Second rule of relay exchange the baton. Third rule of relay is run with the baton. Yeah. So, yep. Uh, exactly. men get through. Nothing really going on there. Um, no. But yeah, no women in the 4x4. Four four. So weird. We're like two years removed from the ultimate 4x4 four four squad. Remember when we had a thing Mo, Sidney McLaughlin, Lamarone, Allison Felix, and I think it was, was it Dalil Muhammad, the fourth leg on the Olympic 4x4? Yes. Four four? You're yes. just like, oh my goodness, this is four all-time talents coming together and now two mm -hmm. years later they're not even in the final that's just weird to go from the all-star team of all time probably the greatest team you could have ever put together those four women to two years later not even in the finals like man the sport sometimes gives you 
ultimate highs and ultimate lows. So oh, we'll does. look forward to those four that by four sure finals does. tomorrow. All right. What else went down? Let's talk about the men's 800. Uh, Marco Arop won a race that I did not think he was going to win. I what? Thought, yeah. I definitely I called like, that one. That I was like, yeah. Well, I thought Arop he could win, win, but I didn't think he could win a race that was run that way. I thought Arop's ability to you know win a fast race was going to be his cup of tea. Goes out hard and just has the best running form down the home stretch and is able to pull off the win. But, but the fact that they went out slow, they went out in 52, 53 seconds. Arop made mm-hmm. a blistering move in the back stretch, and it was yep. He just built he built a gap, and no one could close on him. And that's a very unusual way for him to run. He normally runs from the front, makes it hard, makes it honest. But seeing him win a race in the opposite way that he's used to running, I thought was a next level performance for him. And it shows that if he can win a slow race and a fast race, then you're thinking, how, how do you beat this guy? So I was, yeah. I was very impressed with his performance with winning in a sit and kick style race. What, how did you bet for this 800? I bet Mula to one? win gold and got that one wrong. Lost, mm, okay. lost the money. That's right. You did say that. <laughs> Dang. Dang. That's tough. Yeah. But yeah, Marco just did a fantastic job. Like, it, it, the pace was definitely slow today, which I was kind of surprised with. I was expecting it to be a fast, faster final, I yeah. guess you can say. Um, yeah, and then just hold on. But yeah, he just blasted down the home stretch and... Literally, no one was able to respond to his move. It was at that point, it was just get to the line. Bryce Hopple, kind of look- the American, finishes eighth two in this race, too. Yeah, Hop- that, that's not a good race for Hopple. The yeah, he, he needed to be faster because he has some of that strength. There's yeah, the thing that just seeing him make a move from like the middle of the back stretch where he went from last to first and then just no one no one could map he just timed his kick perfectly built the lead and then everyone else is kicking and it's like your lead's too big no one's going to close on you and then it's over it shows that in a lot of distance races when you have these weird they always talk about strategy there legitimately is strategy in timing your kick at the right moment because if you catch people off guard oh, absolutely you will beat people better than you because not even the greatest 800 meter of all time is going to be able to make up three seconds in a final 200 or two seconds in a final 200. Cause that's just physically not possible unless you are dying, you know? So, uh, right. very impressed with a Rob's performance. Uh, also Kip Yegan pulls off the yeah. double. Wins she wins 5K. the 1500 wins the 5k. You could say it was close because Safan Hassan was on her tail in the final 200, but her form, it looked like I was watching the 1500 all over again. She just is that she has that, that gear that the other women don't. She has that sixth gear yeah. and that sixth gear she can hold for 200 meters. She, she can't hold. Yeah. It's not like she only can hold it for the final 50 or she can hold it for 200 full meters going to gear six without falling apart. And, uh, she got the win. She's the first woman to win the 15, five K double. Very impressive. 
very, very, very impressive. impressive. I even think she was smiling down that home stretch as she's looking up at the screen to see what, like where she was, like where Hassan was during that that home stretch. I think she was smiling at certain points, but yeah, she just gets the job done. I think that's going to go on. Double gold there. I think one thing that'll go unnoticed in when we look back in the history books of the 2023 championships is what Safan Hassan did because yeah, she created this weird expectation that it's either win or you don't win because of how good she's been over her career. But for her to attempt the triple, get two medals, you could argue she probably would have got a third in the 10K if she doesn't trip, right? She would at least got second. So I can mm-hmm. give her a virtual medal for that 10K because she just stopped and walked across the finish line. She won the London Marathon and then months later comes back and loses to the world record holder in the the 5K, loses to all-time greats in the 1500, was in it in the final two meters in the 10K, and she's a marathoner. Like, you take any other marathoner in in the world. Put him in the 1500. Yeah. They all get smoked in all three of these races. They all get smoked in the 10K. They get smoked in the five. They get smoked in the 15. And the fact that Safana San is not getting smoked, that she's smoking most of the other people and coming up just barely second or just barely third and losing to all-time greats like Faith Kipiegon, it is unreal, the range. I, you could argue yes. Safana San's 2023, in a way, is kind of more impressive than Faith Kipiegon. Yes, Faith broke the world record. But Faith is a 5K15 runner. That's what she's supposed to do. Safan is doing <laughs> other people's events while she's out there doing marathon training. It makes no sense. And at the end of the day, we're only going to congratulate people who end up winning. Mm-hmm. But you take any marathoner and you put them in any of those races, men or women. You put Kipchoge in the men's 15, you kidding me? He's going to get lapped. It's not even going to be close. So Safan Hassan, despite no gold, she held her own more than I thought she yeah, would. She... And I was utterly impressed. Yes. And, and imagine the rounds also, like not just the finals, like she had rounds yeah. that she had to go through. And didn't they say that she's running a full marathon like after these championships, like within the next couple I don't want to say weeks. I'm not sure I thought what her next I, marathon is. Okay. I thought I heard that she was running a, a marathon after these world championships. Yeah, I'm trying to be wrong, though. see uh, what her next uh, race is going to be. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Still ridiculous, though. Round. Yeah. I mean, she's going to go back to... She's going to try finals. to probably win... Oh, what, what? Sorry. Continue? No. No. That was all my thoughts. Pretty much agreeing with you. Just what a remarkable season Hassan's been having. Yeah, it is insane. And Faith for as well. Two all-time greats yes. in the same race. Seeing Safan's range, seeing Kip Yegan pulling the double off and doing it with world records in the back pocket. The women's distance is in good hands right now with Kip Yegan and Hassan. It's mm-hmm. unreal. Unreal. Um. All right, what else happened in today? We had uh, a pole vault, Mondo. Mondo Mm -hmm. won. He went for the world record. Didn't get it. All right. 
Mondo, Mondo's just so damn good. <laughs> you can just every competition is now world record attempt. Uh, it's kind of exactly. Cute they, it's cute that they invite <laughs> other athletes to come watch him do a pole vault world record attempt, and they call it a championship meet because the guy was going to win as soon as he stepped onto the track. Uh, easily won. His only misses were when he was attempting the world, the world record. record. Yeah. The only misses he had. The only misses is when he's trying to do something that's never been done before. <laughs> that's what a miss is for Mondo. So uh, dominating performance for him. In the women's shot put, Chase Ely got the win, put up a monster throw in the first attempt, and no one was ever able to close, which I was surprised. I thought Maggie Ewan was going to be the one to come victor, but it was Chase Ely. Because Chase had kind of a mm -hmm. subpar regular season, only finished fourth at USA's. But for her to throw out first throw over 20 meters, no one could touch it. She pulls off the back-to-back -back shot put titles. And then Decathlon, Canada, goes 1-2. Lepage and Warner get the go 1-2 together. There was a chance the Texas athlete, Leo, from Germany – potentially could have meddled, but he fell apart a little bit in the final few events. But Canada, yeah. Canada got a lot of medals. They got two in the decathlon. They, they won the 800. Uh, 800. They got second in the women's shot put. It's pretty damn good. Four medals in a day. Pretty damn yeah. Good. Fantastic. Anything else? I think it's about um, it. Yeah, that's about it. Marathon was this morning. Yeah, I lost money on that one too. I put Wenjiri, Wenjuru to get medal. She got sixth. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm losing money, Olivia. So here's the thing. All right. We're, we're, we're in the final stretch. Yes, we are. We got eight picks left. Eight picks. Six of them are already locked in. I've already placed the bet. Two of them aren't which is the four by fours. Good thing I didn't put my four by four bet in because I would have bet on the women to win. <laughs> and I'm glad I didn't do and that. They... Okay, so talk to us. What? Okay, what What do you have down? Okay, so I'm what minus you... 837. What I'm oh, minus gosh. 837. Okay. That's my current status. The goal is to get back to zero. Men's marathon. I'm doing get a chew to medal. He's an Ethiopian guy. I'm getting him the medal at plus 150. This was just, there's like seven guys who can medal and you're just picking one. And I picked him. Women's high jump. I'm going with Ola Sloggers to get gold in the women's high jump. 5K, I'm doing Aragawe to get gold in the 5K. Now that one's going to be hard. I feel like Inga Britson or someone else could, is going to win. I feel like Aragawe is more likely to just at least get second or third. So I'm probably going to lose on that one. Then I have Weber to medal in the javelin throw. I got Alameyu to medal in the women's steeplechase. And then I have a Thing Mo to get gold in the women's 800. Those are my picks. And then I need to figure out what I'm doing with the 4x4. Here's the question. Say What's the, the chat four... saying about this 4x4? Are they saying anything? So want to know what, do I want to bet against the U.S. 4x4 men and pick Jamaica and have Jamaica save me? Because I can make money on picking Jamaica to win. Do I do that? Would you do that? 
on the men's side. They just Antonio Watson, I, champion. Did two guys make the you the the final? Neither yeah. of them were on the relay in the prelim. Should I do that? Because who's mm-hmm. going to be on the four by four for men? Is it going to be Vernon Norwood, Quincy I, Hall, Ryan like Benjamin? Yes, I, I re- if they don't put Justin Robinson on that relay, Justin Robinson has been looking really good. But Norwood, Quincy you, Hall. Do you think Norwood and Quincy Hall are tired though? They just ran three four hundreds. You know. Yeah, but like I feel like in the women's four by four final, you would have had to leave the digs on there. Yeah. So. And they I had a think... day of rest. Oh, uh, here's no. the question. Should Gordon, I, I'm, I thinking pre- woman, uh, I'm thinking USA for this one. I got to do USA? But if I pick USA, that You'll means I need to, to put a lot I of money. You- <laughs> I need to put a lot of money on USA because they have, they have oh, bad gosh. odds. So I need to put like $1,000 oh. on USA to win 500 to make all my money back. So if it works, I'm good. I'm even. If it doesn't work, oh, no. I lose another. I lose more money. This is why you shouldn't gamble, folks. This is a great, you know. This is a great example. Great I, example. Because now I'm like, okay, well, the steak dinner isn't happening. I we, we thought about the steak I know dinner. It, I knew that after day three or four. <laughs> I was like, it's not happening. You never Amanda know. And I have accepted that. Oh man, I would put USA men. USA men. I really, yeah, because you're gonna have Norwood, Quincy, Quincy Hall, like you said, Rye. Yeah. I really think Justin Robinson. He's proven himself. He's proven himself on the mixed four by four, and he held off India. India was coming. Maybe I should pick India to medal. Maybe I should do that. Ooh, but India, wait, would Matthew medal? Bowling be on this relay though? No, it's gonna be Quincy, Norwood, Rye Benjamin, and then either Justin Robinson, Christopher Bailey, or Trevor Bassett, or whoever. I don't know. I vote USA men. Yeah, well, it's easy just to pick USA men that. in the four by four, but that's not how you win the money. You win the money by picking the one that nobody's thinking of that does well. Okay, then uh, what? Ooh, how about India meddling? India to medal? Yes. I think Jamaica's going to medal. So that means. Yeah, so USA, USA Jamaica. Is gonna medal. So I think India is going to beat Great Britain or Botswana. I can see that. I don't know. I'll make a game time mm, decision. Got it. I'll tweet out. Creative with this one. I'll tweet out my my picks, uh, and then either I'm gonna need to get a second job, maybe start a, like a GoFundMe to pay for all my debt, or you know we'll figure it out. But it's not about the money you lose or make. It's about the friends you make along the way, right? That's what it's about. It's about the. Friends. Have you made friends? Have you made you friends made so along the way friends. on this journey? <laughs> You did? So many. Oh, yeah. So many. So many. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Final day tomorrow. Finals tomorrow are marathon in the morning, 
women's high jump, men's 5K, men's javelin, women's 800. I'm excited about that women's 800. Women's steeple, and then the four by fours. Four by fours. And maybe these world championships in Budapest. Maybe I put like $100 on Abdi Haben Nur to medal in the 5K. And then I could win like $1,800. Maybe I do that. Or I just lose more money. I don't know. Enough of this. Like and subscribe. Thanks for everyone. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. 3 o'clock. Bye.